Hey everybody, this is A7X fan Ben, and welcome to blog number 24 of Pirates with Ben. I think this is the fourth video audio blog I've done. So I'm going to, on tap today, got some news from around the Pirates community, and then I'm just going to jump into the three main features, of course, of the blog, as always. So and I'm planning to do more topics, too, on the blog, so more in-depth topics, hopefully. And uh, first up, uh, miniature trading seems to be back to normal. Um, the speeds are are better, so no problem using miniature trading, so that's great. And somebody, Cthulhu, actually confirmed that they got a tournament pack in the Ocean's Edge deal of the day that I posted, and I'm going to include a link to that. It's that 36 packs for $30.99 with free shipping, and apparently the tournament packs should be in there. So the seller message was a little bit uh, not, too, not too hopeful, but Cthulhu got a tournament pack, so that's awesome. That confirms that the deal is really good. And there's also, so I'm going to include link, a link to that along with the regular deal of the day, which is different for today. And, oh, it looks like the booster box of Crimson Coast sold, so that's out. But I think there's another one on eBay for like $150, but it's like $8 shipping, I think. So pretty pricey, but, and somebody was asking on the Facebook group actually about Crimson Coast. Um, it's become more expensive in recent years. I remember being able to get packs for maybe two bucks a pack back in 2012, 13, maybe. But with the more of a seller's market since 2015, Crimson Coast has become one of the more rare sets to find unopened packs of and one of the more expensive sets in general. So Ocean's Edge, I'll put a link to that deal um, once again because it looks like the tournament packs are in there for the most part. So 36 packs for 40 with a tournament pack is about as good a deal you'll, as you'll find on unopened pirate stuff just in general regardless of the set. Other news, Custom Ships 2 is quite active on miniature trading. Um, Xerix is doing a Custom of the Day feature basically with his new set, which is based on Bionicle. So add that to my historical Custom of the Day series, and you've got both of us are posting every day in that thread. And I actually was able to make a few fantasy customs for my Epic Seas set. Um, so I'm posting those a little bit. I'm not sure how many I'm going to post. I'm not going to do it every day, but I did make... Um, I kind of random was, <laughs> randomly was able to make like 18 to 20 game pieces a few days ago. And um, so, and then another one, Anchor Arms is actually developing a set based on a video game, I believe. And uh, so he's got some customs as well. So custom ships all over the place. El Cazador is working on some stuff um, as far as I know. So, and then another one, uh, what's the largest multiplayer game? you've been involved in. This is was a thread I unlocked recently. Uh, most I've been in with six players. I taught five people how to play all at the same time at a game night, which was kind of crazy and loud. Um, and unfortunately, I didn't really like stay with the game, which is fine. Um, I think only two or three of them like really got it. One of them had to leap early. But anyway, that was a few years ago. And um, someone was talking about um, how they don't have a lot of haven't played a lot of big multiplayer games and another plug for Vassal because uh, if you can play with anybody anywhere in the world with a data connection, um, it's not going to be a problem um, of needing people to play with. So just talk about how you're on Vassal and then that's how I've played a ton of games. I've actually played more games virtually than I have physically since early 2016. I think I'm at around 120 or 130 games on the Vassal module. So, and uh, and I've got a Vassal tutorial up on my channel, my YouTube channel. So definitely check that out if you haven't seen it. And then on YouTube specifically, uh, speaking of my channel, I've been uploading 
almost every day. Uh, I can see four days ago, three days ago, two days ago, yesterday. Yesterday, I put up my first video review, which was of the Serpent's Fang, one of my favorite cursed ships. Uh, two days ago, I posted a, uh, a fleet-making video about my Kettering fleet, USS Kettering. So between battle reports and blogs and other content, I'm going to be uploading on YouTube quite a lot. So um, throwing a right hook, as Gary V says, um, go ahead and subscribe if you'd like the content. On my A7X Fan Band YouTube channel, I'm planning to keep it 100% Pirate CSG related, so you know what to expect. Um, please comment what you'd like to see from the channel. And uh, regardless, though, I'm going to keep making videos, so go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and like this vlog, too, if you're getting value from it. And speaking of value, um, the deal of the day is something that apparently was just uh, was just on eBay, I think uploaded today or yesterday. Um, there's a deal for 18 packs of Spanish Main for $40, and then there's also best, there's make offer. So if you get, a, get an offer, you know, start at 30, 35, maybe they'll make a counter offer. Um, the seller has 100% positive feedback, so I'll include a link to this in the description or the post wherever you're seeing this or, or listening to it. And so 18 packs of Spanish Main for 40 with free shipping as well. So, so that equals only a little bit more than $2 a pack. And then with make offer, you could maybe get it lower. So that's uh, that's definitely something to check out. And it's also a kind of a rare opportunity, at least for me, uh, rare in my mind, to get these packs in these um, these plastic and cardboard uh, packages. Because I only I only pretty much only got packs like loose. I never I never really saw or bought packs that have the hang tag or you know they don't have the full packaging. So that's a little bit funky. Not that it increases the value at all, but it just makes it harder to open, if anything. But anyway, it's kind of a fun novelty. So I'm going to jump into the card of the day. So I'm going to do random number generator. Set numbers 1 through 14, because I'm including Return to Savage Shores, and I got 11. So that's going to be Rise of the Fiends. And once again, there was a Rise of the Fiends set review podcast recently, so if you're interested in this set or want to know more about it, there's a really long, it's like a three-hour podcast episode uh, just recently uploaded. And Rise of the Fiends, I've got the database up here. So it goes to number 300. So 1 to 300, random number generator. 198, so that's not going to be anything. It only goes to 103 for the main set. 101, so that's going to be a special edition. Okay, cool. Unfortunately, it's the worst of the four special edition box ships. Uh, we're going to cover this one pretty quickly because I just went over it on the podcast. Um, but the Rusty Harpoon is ship number 101 from Rise of the Fiends. This is the card of the day. It's a special edition box ship. It's a pirate four master. 12 points, three cargo, L move. All four cans are 3S. And the ship gets plus one to reporting rolls. And the ship gets plus one to cannon rolls against sea creatures. So you'll notice it's another special edition SC box ship that's not really all that interesting. She doesn't have a lot going for her. Everything is kind of just boring mediocre, so this is not a t the type of ship I like. I'll kind of get the artwork up in a new tab, so if you're watching the video, you can see a little bit. The artwork is kind of cool, I suppose. Um, but this is a really boring ship. Uh, in a 40-point game, I would just do Captain and Helmsman. She's never going to run gold very well. Uh, three cargo at, on a four-master is probably slightly below average overall. So she's just a boring, basic gunship, honestly. Uh, Captain and Helmsman. I don't really see much reason to put more than that on this ship because you're better off using named crew and special stuff on better ships 
I mean, you can get the, the uncommon, one of the uncommon black pearls for a point more. It's a way better ship, for example. Um, the Dark Hawk, the second, of course. Um, I would say a world hater would be good. If you had a small collection, you could make all the cannons 2S, but I wouldn't really go above the Captain and Helmsman, maybe an Oarsman for protection if you have the extra point. But a Rusty Harpoon, between her rarity and media mediocrity, uh, the Rusty Harpoon, not really recommended. So another kind of a lame card of the day. Um, but that's going to happen because they made, WizKids made, I don't know, like over a thousand unique ships, I think. So we're bound to get some uh, stinkers along with uh, the Zanfu, which was a crazy one. And then picture of the day, real quick, you'll probably have noticed that I'm going over Economy Edition in a lot of detail because that was played three years ago this month, June 2015. Uh, my Economy Edition game, the rules are from Cannon Fury, um, a member of the Facebook group, and sometimes miniature trading. And in this picture, the San Cristobal went on a fort building expedition because she has blazing speed, SSLS maximum. Uh, you might know from the podcast episode as well, a lot of Rise of the Fiends lately in general. And uh, so she was able to build, from this picture you can see, she was able to build four forts um, in succession after coming through a whirlpool. So it was a successful expedition, but then as you may see from the battle report, I'll put a link to that as well. Um, the forts were destroyed easily by factions like the English and the Cursed because the Franco-Spanish couldn't really support the forts. They were kind of just put there as an annoyance, but it is kind of a cool thing, definitely. So so that's the first picture of the day. And then the second one is another one from Economy Edition. This was taken three years ago today, June 4th, 2015. Thompson's Island was built upon the arch. So this is a big arch up high. The Americans built a fort on top of it, and then they got William Eaton, a Marine, to go on the arch as well. So it had multiple layers of defense. And in the background, you can see USS Atlanta is burning. The English won a small battle at that wild island at the top of the picture. But then the Americans eventually um, were able to mount a better defense of it. So, And then this final picture of the day, I did multiple just because Economy Edition three years ago today was one of the pictures were taken, which is really cool. And uh, a lot of there's a lot of great pictures from my Economy Edition games, so hard not to showcase it. And this one actually launched a fire squadron. So the English have a handful of ships that are kind of fun to use um, with a lot of fire stuff, meaning fire pot specialists, fire shot, exploding shot, anything that can light up enemy ships aflame, I use. So the Bombardier, and then I used a couple other pokey ships. The English actually have two swish blades, the Talon and the Salient. So I put um, pretty good crew setups on there and equipment setups so that I think all... All three of those ships were able to ignite at least three fires on enemy ships per turn, and the Bombardier I maxed out at four. I think you have to use, um, I think you have to use first mate as male to get up to four fire hits on the Bombardier, but or with the Bombardier, but it's a pretty crazy and fun combo. So that's the English Home Island in Economy Edition. So that wraps up the picture of the day and the features. So as always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, give a like and subscribe on YouTube. And uh, I'll see you again soon with more vlogs.